Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you joined us, and we are loving this book uh, of Ruth and loving this study into the Word of God. I hope that it's been a blessing to you. If you are looking for daily encouragement, maybe you are just now finding us, would you go to thedailydig.org? You can go all the way back, look at the different uh, books that we've done. We've covered 1 John, we've covered the book of Jonah, Philippians, and now we're in the book of Ruth. And we're looking to do another book uh, after we finish this one. And we're just enjoying our study here. We, we spent the last two episodes covering the lengthier passage of verses number four through seven or 16, rather, in chapter number two, and, and how there was a great work of grace in the life of Ruth. Naomi had told Ruth to go to this field. She ended up in this field providentially, and then we see how God does a work of grace in the life of Ruth. She finds great grace, and then Boaz begins to see her faith and do a work and show her great favor. And now here we are seeing a transition back to another person. And we're going to see something that is powerful that will help each and every single one of us. This is not something that is Uh, accidental. God's word doesn't do things by accident, my friend. This, this, this truth right here, this truth right here in, 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 I love the, the story and the, the amazing grace that we saw last time, but this one right here is what ties a bow and, and really begins to bring some things to light for us. We see in verse number 17, it says this, so She gleaned in the field until even, speaking of Ruth, and beat out that she had gleaned. And it was about an ephah of barley. And she took it up and went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned, and she brought forth and gave to her that she had reserved after she was sufficed. You know, we're going to get further into this, but... I think you know where this is headed with Naomi. She comes back after she has left the field, and we see this this shift in the heart and in the mind of Naomi. Hope is powerful. Hope is powerful in the lives of believers, but there is a great connection even in the medical field that hope of recovery when one is sick, whether it be of cancer, whether it be of uh, a grave illness, whatever the, the situation is, we see that hope really is a powerful uh, component of recovery in the health field. Now, hope really gives the optimistic attitude. This is what builds that positive attitude towards recovery. But hope for the believer is not just a positive attitude. Uh, we're not we're not seeing hope as just a piece of pop psychology my friend hope 
is something that we get from God Almighty. Romans chapter 15 calls our God the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace that ye may abound in hope. How? Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hope is not just an optimistic outlook. Hope is a confident expectation towards God and his promises concerning us. And today we're seeing how Naomi takes a shift from bitterness to blessedness. We see a drastic shift in the life of Naomi. We see that verse number 17 reveals that Ruth had finished her meal with those folks at the field. She she had ate. She had been blessed. She, she goes and she picks up them handfuls of purpose, which it, it just blows my mind, that, that phrase, handfuls of purpose. Let me put down something so easy for you to pick up that, that I, I just want to be a blessing to you. Could I take a moment and just encourage you? Be a blessing to somebody. Put something down easy for somebody to pick, something to pick up, uh, someone to pick up rather. We see in this passage, it says she gleaned until even. She she went out after her meal. She began to work. She beat it out. She processed it, if you will, so that it is usable. And it says it was about an ephah of, of uh, barley, which means it was roughly about 30 pounds of grain. Now, I don't know uh, much about grain, but according to the sources that I'm reading, this was roughly about 30 pounds, and this was a lot to be gleaned. This was an unusually large amount of grain to have been gleaned, and this would have been enough for more than just a day. This would have been several days. And verse number 18 reveals to us that she took it up, she went into the city, she goes back to her mother-in-law, Naomi, and then this is where verse number 19 reveals the the, the change in in Miss Naomi. And her mother-in-law said unto her, Where hast thou gleaned today? Where wroughtest thou? Blessed be he that did take knowledge of thee. And she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought and said, now, this is where my sanctified imagination takes over. And I, I hear in the question, like, I, I hear the question and I almost see the smile on Miss Naomi's face. Where did you get that much grain, Ruth? Who, who gave you that much grain, Ruth? Oh, man, we got a lot of grain, Ruth. And I just see her so excited. And this is the part where, you know, maybe my modern, my Western view is a little bit skewed and I need to be careful with how I'm looking at scripture. But it says this, and she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought and said, now I, 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 in my mind's eye, I see Ruth pulling out her cell phone, showing her a picture of Boaz saying, this, this is whose field I went to, but that's not, that's not how it played out. But we, we know that, she showed her mother-in-law. She's like, hey, I, I want you to know I was over in that field that you told me to go to, and it was Boaz. Uh, the, the kinsman to, to Elimelech, yeah, that's the guy's field I was in. And it says this, the man's name with whom I wrought today is Boaz. Verse number 20, and Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, blessed be he of the Lord. Remember how I had stated just a few minutes ago about how she went from bitterness to blessedness? She was on her journey back and she had reached Bethlehem. And what did she say? Don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. Call me bitter. 
Uh, Naomi means sweetness and pleasantness. Uh, Don't call me the sweet one. Call me bitter. God had dealt bitterly with me. My friend, we see something that's powerful in the lives of believers today. Some of us need to choose to get better over being bitter. We have looked at our circumstances far too long, and it's time to look to the God of all creation and seek forgiveness and see that we are blessed. And now she says this in verse number, I guess it's 20 there, blessed be he of the Lord. Now she's blessing Boaz. She didn't even know him, but now she's blessing him because she saw his kindness and recognition that he had given to Ruth. Now Naomi is recognizing that the Lord was using Boaz to help her and Ruth. It says there, blessed be he of the Lord who hath not left off his kindness to the living and to the dead. We see that she is referring to him helping her family. This is not only helping her, Naomi, or and, and her, Ruth, but it is taking care of them. And she sees the prospect of honoring both Elimelech and Malon and Chilion. This is her forward view and seeing, oh, this is a possibility of being a kinsman redeemer. Now, a kinsman redeemer, if you don't know, is a family member of a person that could restore their property, that could help a family restore their property and help them financially amongst a whole host of other things. And we're going to get to that later on, but the kinsman redeemer is a beautiful picture. But Naomi is understanding this fully and sees the blessing. And Ruth the Moabite has said, He said unto me also, Thou shalt keep fast by my young men until thy have ended all the harvest. And Naomi said unto Ruth, that her daughter-in-law, It is good, my daughter, thou hast that thou go out with his handmaidens with his maidens, that they meet thee not in any other field. So she kept fast by him. We see that Ruth tells Naomi, he doesn't want me to go anywhere else. You think it's good that I got this 30 pounds of grain. You just wait. Uh, He told me he doesn't want me to go anywhere else. He wants me to stay through the harvest. And, And look what it says there in verse number 23. So she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz to glean under the end of barley harvest and wheat harvest, meaning that this was for a possibly five months there of harvesting food. You see the hope that had been established, the work of grace that had been wrought into the life of Ruth. Now we see is establishing hope. The God of hope is doing a work in the, in the heart of Naomi. And as believers, we have a hope. His name is Jesus. 1 Timothy 1.1 says, the Lord Jesus, which is our hope. That's the end of verse number one. Colossians 1.27 says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ, and you the hope of glory. We have the God of all hope with us and filling us. And there are many more verses that we could go to, but we serve the God of hope and we can be confident in him. 
And just as Naomi had her hope restored, could I remind you that we serve a faithful God and we can experience this great work of grace in our life, but may we look to the God of all hope and have hope against hope. When everything seems bleak, when everything seems lost, we can look to the God of all hope and have a confident expectation of what is to come and what work he'll do in our life. May you have a wonderful day. May you be recharged and and charged up and ready to have a great day today. God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.